Spotlight presented by Economic Opportunity Board of Clark County in Las Vegas, Nevada. In this podcast, we aim to provide more resources and answers to help achieve success. This episode originally aired on KCEP Power 88 that airs on the fourth Tuesday of every month. We have Richie Duplishin from Health Plan of Nevada talking about open enrollment and what benefits those who have this insurance can take advantage of. Good morning. Good morning, Las Vegas. Welcome to another edition of EOB Spotlight. We are here once again to give you information and provide uh, a little bit of insight on different activities and uh, interests in and around the community. Today, we are uh, very happy to have with us uh, Richie from Health Plan of Nevada. He's going to talk to us about MCOs, uh, what that information is all about, how you can get involved, and maybe give you a little bit of information or provide some insight on what you need to do for uh, obtaining health plans or just discussing health issues in and around uh, your community and with family and loved ones. Uh, Richie, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm all right. How's it going? Can you well, I give tell us you what? Some... I, oh, everything's great. I'm glad we got to catch uh, Mr. Marquez's ending of his show. I've learned so much. I'm going to, I'm going to look into flooring. I'm going to look into uh, my parking tickets. This man right, has right. a lot of answers. I got to start joining these calls. Yeah. I'm glad we got his last 30 seconds or so. <laughs> <laughs> Very hey, informative. Can, can you give us a quick overview of uh, what your role is with Health Plan of Nevada? Uh, maybe a little bit of background uh, and then uh, kind of lead us off in the discussion of around um, the information that you have for us today. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for inviting me here today. Um, I am the director for Medicaid Outreach for Health Plan of Nevada, and I have a whole team both here in Clark County and in Washoe County. And our role is to educate our members and the community of the benefits and services that we provide as a Medicaid um, managed care organization. And we also help educate uh, more on the Medicaid as a whole. A lot of folks don't really understand what Medicaid's all about. How do you qualify? If you qualify, who qualifies? Those type of things. Um, as you know, with the Affordable Care Act, it expanded beyond just pregnant moms and children. And now we have a different population that is available uh, from college students uh, to folks who've never had insurance before. Um, to our homeless members, um, and there's just a plethora of, of people that are allowed to utilize Medicaid. So we're just out there trying to help educate the communities. So Richie, can you give us some idea of like what the differences are between Medicaid and Medicare? And then I know you, you talked about the Affordable Care Act, and I know there's still a lot of confusion around what expanded services became available as a result of the passage of that legislation. Can, can you start off with telling us like what the differences are with those two programs and then tell us how things got better or what the differences were as a result of the ACA? Okay, great. Um, two, two great points to make here. So Medicaid uh, is generally overall is those are under 65 and Medicare is for those that are over 65. Now, 
disability comes into it and other factors uh, for Medicare. So that goes back and forth. But generally, if you're under 65 uh, and you meet the criteria of Medicaid for income, uh, you would qualify for Medicaid. So uh, with that being said, uh, before the Affordable Care Act, like I mentioned, it was mostly for pregnant women and children. Um, and what happened with the Affordable Care Act, it expanded on allowing anyone who meets the criteria um, is allowed to um, sign up for Medicaid. Once they have been approved by the state, they are eligible. And a lot of times it, it can happen the same day. Sometimes it takes a week, just depending on where you're at to sign up. And of course you have to sign up directly through DWSS. So it's, you can do it online. Uh, you can fill out the form yourself, mail it in. Um, there's also state navigators that come around and help folks uh, to sign up as well. So uh, what, what the Affordable Care Act also did is held the managed care organizations like Health Plan of Nevada, um, the hospitals, physicians, they hold us a bit more responsible to make sure that the benefits are getting out there to the member. And we are also figuring out other ways to help uh, the community. Um, it's more than just a clinical thing, right? It's just more than going to the doctor. So you'll see a huge uh, social aspect to the benefits now, as you might have seen maybe even uh, 10 years ago. So we're looking at the whole person instead of just focusing uh, on, on medicine. Um, and so we, we just try to uh, do the whole person care and, and uh, create more benefits to help folks on a day-to-day -day basis. All right, sounds good. And, and you mentioned that this is a uh, program that the state determines eligibility for. Is That's correct. Does that mean that there's 50 different criteria or are they all relatively <laughs> similar? What does that mean? Um, no, actually they, the criteria is not that difficult. You can find all this on uh, www.dwss.gov. Um, basically it's, it's uh, if you fit into a certain um, financial criteria um, and if you um, just, you, you just meet a few of the uh, staples of what is needed or criteria. It's, it's really easy uh, to qualify, especially for those who don't have a job or your income is less than about $17,000 a year. And then as if you have dependents, that goes up. Uh, so it, it just all breaks it down uh, for you right on the website. All right, perfect. Um, and, and you mentioned the eligibility or at least some of the eligibility criteria. Uh, given what we're currently going through with the pandemic and realizing that uh, quite a few people are still unemployed as a result of that, has there been any changes in eligibility uh, to receive these benefits? Um, no, the eligibility is the same. It's just, it's been definitely easier to uh, get on Medicaid because it's, everyone is in pretty much the same boat. If you're out of a job, you're not you're not receiving a check, right? Uh, so you you pretty much meet uh, that criteria. And so uh, I know the state has done an excellent job uh, keeping up with that. It's definitely taken uh, a toll and a lot of work uh, hours and uh, manpower to get that done. Um, but you know our, our goal now is try to get everyone back to work and, and up and going. Um, there's still a lot of folks out there that have not applied for Medicaid that are eligible. 
they don't even know uh, that they're eligible. Uh, a lot of uh, um, business owners who've never, um, you know, try to qualify for it, uh, their businesses have suffered. Maybe they're not making up uh, as high an income, or maybe they're still closed. Um, there's there's still a lot of folks out there that have not tried to apply. So we're we're trying to educate the community on that as well. All right. Um, this for the website. Now, can you get all of that information there, or is there a phone number that people can call if they have questions? Absolutely. Yes, you can call. Um, uh, DW, you can go on dwss.nv.gov, or you can call them at one eight hundred nine nine two zero nine zero zero, and they will be glad to help. Um, or you can actually give our medic. We have a member services. Um, line as well here at Health Plan of Nevada. You can give us a call directly. We can also help you uh, with some of that information. You can call 1-800-962-8074. All right. And so the first number is just the, is that the general information line or? Uh, the first number is directly to uh, Department of Welfare and Social Services. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also I'd like to mention, you know, now is open enrollment. Open enrollment for Medicaid happens generally once a year. And it's uh, this uh, year, it's from April 1st to June 30th. So it's a great time for folks to reevaluate what their services are and their benefits. Um, here at Health Plan of Nevada, we are determined to actually create benefits and services that our members can use. Um, there's a lot of things uh, that are offered sometimes, but do you really need that? Do you really use that? Um, so a lot of our benefits and services are focused on what our members need. Uh, just as an example, uh, we realize that um, on a social level, a lot of times our members need assistance with transportation. The state does provide a NEMIT program, uh, which is a transportation system for uh, medical services, doctor appointments, the pharmacy specialists, that type of thing. Well, working with our members, we realized that a lot of times we have members just getting out of the hospital and maybe they need a ride to the grocery store. Um, a bus just won't do it. So we, we have provided those extra services for the last three years for our members. A lot of our a lot of the community does not know that. So that's another thing we do in the community is continue to educate on our benefits and services. All right. So can you give us an overview of, of kind of what those services are? I mean, are they general, I guess what you would call uh, family practitioner services, or are these just preventative services? Is it the whole gamut? What kind of range are we looking at? Um, well, for, for Health Plan of Nevada, we, we focus on, of course, what the state um, deems that they, they want to cover. Uh, and those are called just, those are the benefits that are included and that every managed care organization would have that. And those are, uh, like you said, doctor visits, um, lab work, x-rays, immunizations, uh, urgent care visits, those type of things. All right. uh, then a managed care organization uh, can offer uh, added benefits and value added is what they, they're, they're called. So um, we have um, some housing opportunities uh, we have transportation above and beyond what Medicaid offers. Um, we have additional um, sober beds uh, for those who are needing some assistance um, with that. We also have 
our own 24-hour nurse hotline. Um, we also do, um, on the social level, we, we try and help people job search. Uh, if it's clothes that they need assistance with, we help them get to the folks that have closing closets around the community. We also, um, uh, of course, food insecurity is really big right now. Uh, it's, it's always been a problem, but but the pandemic has just escalated. So uh, we are a community-based uh, organization, relationship-friendly and uh, advocates. So we have a lot of resources that we help our members uh, and we can help them get to those points. A lot of those are not clinical. So uh, it's definitely focused on the social aspect of their needs. So uh, we have many, many of uh, these benefits available. Excellent. So does HPN provide these services at uh, multiple locations around the valley or uh, is there one central location where people can go? Well, fortunately for us, we have been uh, really um, blessed by our company to grow in a way that a lot of other organizations have not been able to. We've had our own community health workers on site uh, since 2015. So they are um, outreach into the community. So they go where our members are. So they can go to their homes. They can meet them at a Starbucks. They can meet them at 7-Eleven. Wherever they are, our community health workers can meet with them uh, and help them with those services. If it's just a phone call they want, then they can do that as well. Uh, so yeah, it's direct assistance. Uh, we have our member services line they can always call. Uh, we have our community health workers. We have a 24-hour uh, advice nurse hotline they can always call for any assistance and if uh, they need a follow-up or they need a referral that that advice nurse will put that in the system and then a community health worker can give them a call or a case manager whichever they would need all right perfect and it sounds like you guys are also providing some wraparound and support services in addition to the medicine piece do you have any specific partners that you'd like to highlight um, well, what we've done is, well, first of all, let's talk about partners. Community-based organizations are the, the backbone of our community, right? Uh, so it's very important to us to establish strong relationships in the community because, let's face it, we don't have all the answers, right? Um, and we need to make sure that we understand what's going on in the community. And the only way to do that is to get in the community and be a part of the community. And uh, Health Plan of Nevada uh, has, was, was born here in Nevada. So uh, all of our case managers, all of our teams are right here in Nevada. So we're part of the community. And so we, are, we take pride in that. And we feel that we have a strong uh, pulse on the community and they have an opportunity to come to us. So anyone that we partner with, they know how to get a hold of us if they're working with one of our members so that we can make sure that we all together wrap those services around our members. Outstanding. And, and for those who are tuning in, uh, we are here on EOB Spotlight with our guest today from Health Plan of Nevada, uh, Richie, who's giving us some information on managed care organizations and what they do and how they operate. So Richie, back to uh, what you talked a little bit, um, talked about a little bit earlier, the way that individuals can interact with your services. Um, do you currently provide any telemedicine services or any way for people to get 
uh, in contact with you uh, in a digital format, given that most folks are either wary of uh, getting out into the community or just making those individual appointments? Absolutely. We've actually been doing telemedicine for, they were doing it when I first started six years ago. Um, it has been a slow process. Um, not a lot of providers um, were, not going to say they weren't interested, but you know, it's a new process. It, you would need to make sure that you can handle the call volume and what have you. Um, so with the pandemic, it kind of helped push everything to the virtual platform. Um, as you have seen. Um, so yes, uh, they are able to uh, see a, a, a doctor 24 hours a day virtually if they wish. Um, and then we also have added the behavioral health component to that also virtually. Um, we have also partnered with other um, organizations to offer a more enhanced virtual uh, platforms. We also have services that actually come to your home. If someone doesn't want to go out and maybe they need a little bit more uh, a meeting face-to-face, -face, uh, we actually have services, uh, what we call urgent care at home. Uh, they actually come to your home uh, to assist you. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And can you give us an overview of the behavioral health piece? Maybe give us a definition of what that is and then what the services entail. Um, so for our behavior health, uh, it, it, anything that um, mental, maybe it's substance, alcohol abuse, um, issues that are not just that a Band-Aid's going to fix or a, it's not an immunization. It's, it's basically stress, anything mental anguish. I mean, we've, we've all gone through this. We, we've all had depression a bit. We've all... Um, suffer with anxiety, um, but it gets to a point where someone can't really deal with it on their own. They would just like to talk to someone. They would like to see someone. Uh, maybe it's to a point that they actually need to have medication. Maybe it's uh, going to an AA meeting. Maybe it's inpatient um, behavior health services. It's, it's a whole gamut of um, levels of care for behavior health. So uh, with that being said, on the virtual platform, uh, you are able to see um, a case manager, a therapist right online if you make those appointments. Um, and, you know, anything above that, you, you probably need to see someone face to face. So, and I, I know as a result of the pandemic with COVID and everything, you know, everybody being locked up in the house for a while, the, that tends to be stressful in and of itself. So, I wanted to get a, a good overview of what the behavioral piece, uh, what issues it tries to address, and then how can people get in touch with you to, uh, if they have any questions or want to partake of those services. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and, I, and I'm glad you brought this up, Mr. Lawrence, because it's, it's hitting everyone in our community heart and everyone reacts differently. And I would love for you to invite us back so we can have our behavior health uh, managers here so they could be, get even more into detail. Um, that is uh, not my exact arena, so I don't want to overspeak, but um, we, we discuss about the behavior health uh, options and opportunities. Uh, the number I gave you, that 800 um, number for our member services is a great way to start um, 
to get to a behavior health specialist for us. Uh, and of course you have to be a member of Health Plan of Nevada. Um, and you can also get it on our website, myhpnmedicaid.com. Um, but we have case managers that also are face-to-face uh, -face with our members. They go to where our members are. Um, we have a support center that we opened up in the community. It's over there on Washington and Rancho, um, which a, a lot of our members uh, do visit. I think we were, we were up to like 150 a day, I think, before the pandemic. Uh, so that, that came back down. But they've actually ordered a, uh, they put in a clinical piece as well. So not only can you have some behavioral health services there, you could also uh, be seen by uh, a doctor. Uh, so, uh, and that's what they call integrated care, where it's almost like one-stop shopping type of mentality, where you can get all your services at once. All right. And, and I think that number that you gave us, 1-800-962-8074, is that the number that you're referring to? That's correct. All right. And just give them a call and you can talk about any of the services that you offer. Absolutely. The member services are there. Uh, I believe they're there from seven to six and they can uh, get you to whatever, um, whatever information you need, but they can also help you find your your doctor your pcp they can help you find a behavior health uh doctor as well um and they're just a uh, so many answers you can get from just calling our our member services i call it myself because uh, sometimes i'll get stumped like um in the field and they're right there to help us all right so we talked a little bit uh, in the introduction about uh, the Affordable Care Act, and I know that there's been some other legislation moving through Congress. Uh, did the uh, ARP, the new legislation that just got passed, will that impact your services in any way? The AARP, I believe, is more for Medicare uh, okay. services, um, but overall, I think um, some of the bills that are coming out now is definitely going to have a, a, an impact on all of us. Um, and, and, and hopefully for the, for the best, I, I think we're going to see a lot more services uh, that are going to focus on social issues and not just clinical issues. And I, just, you know, one of the, the barriers that we talked about earlier was transportation. Um, housing is a big barrier, um, as, as we know, uh, across the United States, but especially here in Nevada, uh, there's not enough affordable housing. Um, the prices keep going up, uh, but not necessarily the wages, right? So right. It's, it's definitely hard to hold on. So I, we're hoping that some of this, these policies that come down will be able to help uh, stabilize the, not only the economy immediately, but also help um, the folks that were already having a problem before the pandemic uh, and then get everybody uh, up and running again and, and create some more opportunity as a whole for our community. All right. And, and you mentioned CHWs. Can you, can you talk a little bit about what the community health workers, uh, what their role is uh, in conjunction with your programming, how they operate, how can people get in touch with them and uh, take advantage of their services? Absolutely. Um, well, thank you for bringing back the community health workers. I, I think they're vital to 
our community as a whole. They've been around here since uh, since humans have been walking the earth. <laughs> uh, there's always been somebody in the community trying to help somebody else out, right? Um, right. And so um, we, this one was a, a a project that came about at 2015 when I first started. And I was part of helping bring that for a health plan. Um, at that time, there were no uh, health plans that actually had community health workers that worked for them. So we're really proud that we got to bring that into the picture. So basically a community health worker is someone that goes and for better words, handhold someone through the process, right? Help them uh, get to what they need uh, until they can start to, to do, to make it on their own or handle it themselves. Um, with this new population uh, or expansion pro uh, population, as they call it, for the Affordable Care Act, you had a lot of folks who were utilizing the ER as their main doctor, right? Um, because they either didn't ever had insurance before, or they didn't have insurance, or they just didn't know even how to work the Medicaid um, insurance. It's, it's so complicated, it was hard to understand. So the community health workers actually went in the field helping to teach our members how to use their benefits, how to use their services, and just be there for whatever they need. We have some of our community health workers that started in 2015 are still here. They still hear from some of our members from when they first um, started uh, with the program. So it's it's great. You just build that trust in the community and they know that they can reach out to you if they have any question. So um, yeah, so that's basically it. It's what a community health worker does. Help them get their appointments with their doctors, help them understand how to call uh, and utilize their state benefits like the NEMIT program, um, the transportation company that the Medicaid uh, state Medicaid pays for. Um, you know, you have to be able to call, make an, uh, get your uh, either bus pass or your curb to curb transport with them. All of that gets complicated and it takes some time to walk through all that. So that's what our community health workers have been able to do for our members. All right. Well, once again, everyone, this is EOB Spotlight. We're here with Richie from the Health Plan of Nevada. He's talking to us about uh, managed care organizations, what they do, how they operate. He's given us some great information here. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to call us. Our number here is 702-647-3688. Uh, again, that's 702-647-3688. Uh, if you have any Three questions minutes. for Richie, uh, please give us a call. Uh, Richie, let me ask you a question here. I know you've talked a lot about the services that uh, you provide and some of the benefits of the programming. Um, give us an idea of the things that you see uh, in the future, at least from the standpoint of new benefits packages as we move through the year and COVID becomes hopefully less and less prevalent. Um, how can people take advantage of some of the things that you're hoping to implement uh, coming down the line? Well, I, I'd like to say that the benefits and services that we provide our members will also help the community as a whole. If they're working for our members, it'll, it, it can be duplicated in other facets and other parts of other organizations to help as a whole. Um, with the focus, what we call social determinants of health barriers, um, we are seeing more uh, focus from 
the state, from federal government on making sure that we can do more. Um, so we're looking into how do we help folks get stabilized quicker? How do we help through the use of virtual and social media? How can we reach our members uh, quicker? And how can they reach us? So you, I think you're gonna see a lot of technology in upcoming for the insurance companies and, and the members so that they can get to a point uh, where they can get their services quicker, where they can get their benefits quicker. Um, if there's an issue, you can get it handled a lot faster because they'll be able to have that immediate contact. We're not there yet, but we definitely see that we're gonna be heading there pretty quick. One minute. And, and then of course we, can, we can't forget for those who aren't tech savvy or don't have opportunities, you still need that face-to-face -face human touch um, going on as well. So that will not change. All right. Well, Richie, thank you very much. I know we're coming close to the end of our time here. Uh, can you give us your contact info again? And then how can we um, access the website? Give us the, those two 800 numbers just so everyone has that information. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, you can reach me uh, through the same number that I gave you for the um, member services, 1-800-962-8074. Um, and you could actually, if someone had uh, wanting to be get with a community health worker, they needed some extra assistance, that's the number to call. They will do a referral if they don't get you on the phone with them right away. So that's a, that's a great number to use as a whole. And of course, remember, you have to be a Health Plan of Nevada Medicaid member uh, to utilize the services. But if you have questions, please call our member services number as well. Right. And don't forget, it's open enrollment. So if you want to change your Medicaid provider, now's the time to choose Health Plan of Nevada. All right. Thanks, Richie. Uh, be sure to tune in every fourth Tuesday here for EOB Spotlight. We want to thank our guest for all the information that he's provided for us today. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you back on and maybe have uh, uh, some more discussion around that behavioral health issue too. Thanks, would love to. Would love to bring my team. Thank you so much. You have a good day. All right, thanks. Thanks for listening with us today, and we encourage you to sign up if you're in need of health coverage. We are here to assist you any way we can, so please reach out to us on our website at eobcapsnv.org or call 702-445-7105. See you soon.